to the far-left progressives within the Democratic Party who live on their own liberal fantasy island. The American people are tired of women. Oh, shit! What a fucking Weasley little liar, dude. Holy shit, dude. I'm gonna come. You don't love the spirit of justice. You love your father, the devil. It comes down to what Donald Trump doesn't get. America is great because America is good. Kuwait, <laughs> do you want to start it? Yeah, we're starting. Oh, oh, it started? Okay. I, I feel like a child um, in my Twitter group chat because I'm just like, yeah, I just got back from the dive bar. My uncle took me <laughs> like I'm a little kid. It's like you're Rick and Morty Your or something. Because I'm like the youngest or second youngest person in there. Everyone everyone else is like 25 to like 30 yeah. or something. It's kind of like a wide range. I think the youngest person might be like 21. Most everyone's like 25, 26. Yeah. And like a couple of people have like kids and real jobs every day that they tweet during. Some of them are probably uncles. So some of them might be by now. There's one older guy, uh, Zach. I like him. He's, he's like a buff white dude who lives in Portland. He told me he told me that in, in Portland they have um have like actual pubs and shit. And they play like the medieval music and all this, and you can get mead. I was like, hell yeah. That's pretty cool. We have we have pubs here. Like there's there's one in uh what Rice Village. Really? Oh, I didn't it's know. It's pretty nice. That sounds yeah. expansive. It's Rice not. Village. It's it's like a oh, okay. it's like a crappy place, but it's pretty nice. Oh damn. Yeah, that's a real pub. Yeah. That's a yep. real tavern. It's a real it's a proper tavern. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Do sex bots hit you up a lot on Instagram? Or like, like they like my story shit. like all the fucking time. Yeah, I've been getting a couple of DMs from them. They're trying to, um, you like, know, I'll, pick I'll up I'll their game. I'll get excited because I think some like random girl liked my story, and I was like, oh, maybe she wants to flirt with me. And every fucking time, nope. it's just a sex nope. bot and nobody nope. else. Like, I have like the saddest Instagram account in history. Like my my brother is the only one that responds to my notes. The sex bots are the only people that like my story. It's pretty it's pretty pathetic, but yeah. Yeah. I, most of my friends like my story. Um, yeah. I mean, like, I have I have friends who are hot women. And they like my stories. But there's probably only, like, one one, one hot woman I like that like likes my story sometimes. We're cool, like, though. Like, I'll like a bunch podcast. of other people's stories, but nobody ever likes mine. So I'm just like... Yeah. I yeah. like I like my homie stories. When y'all post yeah. cool shit, yeah. <laughs> I like them. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten into like soul music lately, like a like a bunch of like neo soul artists, like Cleo Cleo Soul. You know who that is? I no sent her clue. in the group chat a while back, but she's like a pretty good artist. Amber Mark is another one too. Oh, and uh, almost, Yeba Yeba's good too. Almost grabbed my um fucking mic. I thought it was my drink. <laughs> it's funny. Such a bimbo. But yeah. Anywho, we're back with another episode of Liberal Fantasy Island, live from cold as fuck, Houston, Texas. 
on Saturday, January 21st at 7 p.m. The Chiefs just advanced to their fifth straight AFC championship game. That right there is a dynasty. But anyways, how are you doing, Sam? Yeah, I went a couple more to be a dynasty. Yeah. Um, I'm doing good. That's good. It's good to hear. I'm doing all right myself. Took I took my cat Jurgen to the vet today. I watched yeah watch Liverpool. I got up at five thirty in the morning to watch Liverpool play a zero zero draw against Chelsea. Christ have mercy. The most uneventful thing I've ever done. I was like sitting there waiting for something to. Ha- there were only five shots on goal between both teams the entire game. I don't know. I was if just I have that kind of dedication. sitting there waiting for something to happen, and it never did. So I just wasted like a whole bunch of time and woke up unnecessarily early for no reason. Yeah. Now Maya slept in. Yeah. I um slept in, did did some homework, mm-hmm. did a little laundry, and then um I went to the dive bar or whatever kind of bar it is with my uncle. <laughs> the dive bar that um, serves cocktails. <laughs> but what is the actual dive bar? What is what is like a dive that? bar is like it's like a really shitty bar. Like a like the bottom of the barrel bar. Oh really? Or like the, the salty spittoon from SpongeBob. That's basically what a dive bar is. Okay. Yeah. Dude, your roommate is so loud. He's like he's like the MW two lobby kid person. It's funny. Yeah. But yeah. Alright. Um, we're we're back. We are back and better than ever in January. Yeah. I'm I'm so <laughs> drunk from the die bar. Um or whatever. But no, it was still good. Okay, that, that makes that makes sense though. Okay, so a real Ooh. shitty bar. Wait, why would people yeah. want to take a girl there though? I don't think people do. I don't think people take but, girls. But um, Henry was asking uh, for that for the girl for like cheap drinks and shit. Isn't I thought that was the point of a dive bar. I mean, system. there's there's bars that have cheap drinks that aren't like dive bars, like like Social Beer Garden. I wouldn't consider that a dive. Uh, bar. It's a nice place, but it has also cheap drinks. Okay, then that was that type. That was this yeah. type of place. It was a nice place because it was in on like the side of a sushi sushi uh, restaurant. Um, yeah. But like they had a happy hour between three and six, and like these like really nice cocktails were uh, nice cock like seven dollars. <laughs> nice cock. <laughs> but yeah, no, like I, I think the Den is a good example of a dive bar too, because like really, really, really cheap, like cheaply made and cheap drinks. Oh, I don't know if it's and, like, too. I don't know if it's too too cheap. Food, food quality not there either. Like you'll you'll know you'll know when you're at a dive bar. What? I feel like, like I really like the dense food. Oh yeah, no, it's it's a good it's good food, but it's like you can tell it's like greasy. You know what I mean? Some of the stuff, yes, it yeah. is. Yes, yeah. The Irish nacho is a top notch though. Yeah, that is like quintessential dive bar food. Irish God damn, I'm hungry. I kind of want to go now. I, I'm gonna. I think I want to drag my friend there. <laughs> I was gonna just was to gonna have go. the. I was gonna Uber eat something after the podcast, but anywho, yeah, that's that's what I that's what I can't wait for to work uh work yeah. office job to Uber eat shit. That's what my fat ass is doing all summer. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. But we're back with another week of internet controversy. We're here to bring it all to you on this episode of Liberal Fantasy Island. First and foremost, I want to welcome all of our new listeners that may have stumbled upon our podcast because we are now on all streaming platforms. That is anything you may use, we are on there. Um, We also have an Instagram now, so if you followed us, thank you for the follow. 
Um, we appreciate it. We appreciate you interacting with our posts. We see all your DMs and comments and all that stuff. So yeah, appreciate keep, you. Keep, I'm, I'm in I'm my schizo ass. I'm schizo posting on the Instagram. Fuck, fuck with your boy. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be posting and good shit. Super, super early housekeeping item. We're about to be in the season of love, a.k.a. Valentine's Day. So we want to hear from you. Send us your Valentine's Day stories and stuff like that. And yeah, will, ask us we'll, questions. You have questions because yeah. we're professional at love. Me and Brendan are both in very uh, long-term, committed, uh, yeah. loving relationships um, with, with up and downs. It has a lot of nuance and lots of colors. It's it's not black and white. It's very gray. Yep. Um, with with people, we, I'm just fucking kidding. Um, but no, still send us questions. I think it'll be fun. Um, so yeah, no, send us like curious like love questions, sex, sexual questions, non-sexual questions. Um, yeah. Yeah, or just rant sex us in a about long like, time, so I've probably forgotten a lot about it. But I can do my best. I can piece together. Wait, actually, that's together. so funny. <laughs> that's yeah. so funny. Because the boys I'm basically just a virgin. I'm basically a virgin again, bro. Like I'm. I think that's funny because in the group chat we all agree that you fuck the most. So I do. That's funny. I fu- that is. That, I don't know where that came from, but I objectively <laughs> do not fuck the most. I'm sorry. That's so funny because even <laughs> all three of us were just except for you were like, yeah, it's a Brendan. <laughs> I, that's why I didn't respond to that. I was like, no, I don't. I was like in my bed. It's too, no, it's too embarrassing to be like, boys, you're. Yeah, I was not to be there. So like, I do not fuck the most. Believe me, bro. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I definitely don't. I need to get on that though. But I think that's the difference between me and you. You don't want to engage when it's gonna be like one v three. I'm like, no, nah, fuck it. I'm gonna disagree with all the boys. No, I'll take. I'll take the praise. Like, I'll be like, yeah, I do fuck the most. Yeah, uh-huh. let's go. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so oh, funny. I'm here to set the record straight now. I can I can piece it together because I've had experience. This is a celibate podcast. We're we're trad cats now. We do not yeah. engage we're, in godless. No, fuck that. We're in the Buddhism, baby. <laughs> Trying to find our zing. We're yeah, gonna be we're like monks. Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, we're we're Buddhist monks that like yeah, to drink ice. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. But anyways, latest internet controversy. We have, first up, um, for those of you who do not know, competitive slapping is a very popular sport. It's a very niche sport in here in the States. Like, I don't know if most of you know who Moist Critical is, a.k.a. Charlie. He's kind of the one that popularized it on in the online community. Um, Some people know him as, as Penguins. Yeah, this Penguins. His one YouTube name. Yeah, he has a bunch of different names, but Moist Critical, Penguin Z... I think. Yeah, yeah, that. Penguin Z. And, or Charlie. Um, but he's kind of the one that popularized it. Um, it's a very popular sport in like Eastern Europe, Russia, that whole area as well. Um, mm. But it kind of gained popularity online because it's just funny to watch. It's funny to watch grown men, like Hulk-type men, just slap each other as hard as they can. But the reason why it's become a controversy, or controversy, rather, online is because Dana White, the owner of the UFC, which is a very popular mixed martial arts competition, he recently started his own league. Um, now, this own, this league that he started, it's called Power Slap. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that, but... Fuck no. Basically, this league does not adhere to any of the rules that the other leagues adhere to in All terms right. of safety. So... Um, hang on. Let me find the video. Or the tweet, rather, not the video. 
So, hang on, fuck, it's loading. But basically, I'll just go. I'll run down the rules actually while this loads. So, there's a few yeah. rules that are like essential to competitive slapping, right? Like just for normal safety. It's like how in the NFL they have the targeting rule to like make sure people don't get concussions on like every play. But basically, there's a few rules. There's the first one is the no stepping rule. Basically, it you can't step into your slap because it generates way too much power and you can like seriously like injure the person you're competing with. So Okay, so you got to yeah. stay stationary. Yeah, you have to stay stationary. You can't okay. step into it. Um, however, in power slap, Dana White's league, they just completely overlook that. They don't penalize it at all. So, oh, so it is running up on niggas like... Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Hell. The second major rule is called clubbing. Um, it's hitting like with this bottom part of your hand right here. Oh my God. So it's basically a fucking punch. Yeah. This, if you, this if you hit hurt. someone like that, right? Like you can, if you get hit like that by someone who's like a professional slapper... You're probably gonna pee. Like you're probably gonna need to be in diapers by the age of 45. That's that's kind of where you're going. Yeah, you're done. But might as well just play football. Yeah. So I'll show you. Now that we know the rules and, and that they've like district like basically both of these rules have been disregarded, but they were in place because of one slapper named Arthur Waljak. He's from he's from Eastern Europe. Yeah, <laughs> he passed Polish. away from injuries that were sustained during a slapping tournament because of what like the all fuck? the traumatic brain injury and stuff. So, oh, this boy Dana White getting killed. Oh all my of these god! Rules in place for a very good reason, and they've been in place for tens and twenty like a long time. They've been in place for a long time. However, Dana White. He just wants to see people get the shit knocked out of them. Like, he doesn't care yeah. about safety. He's, like, if you know the UFC, he's a very, like, exploitative owner, does not treat his fighters well, doesn't pay them well, anything. So he he does all of this just to generate entertainment, to generate clicks, stuff like that. But he doesn't give a fuck about the safety of fighters. So can I share my screen on this? Is that possible? Let me see. Have, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, it's the bottom right, uh, oh, yes. fourth to the left. All right. Go All right. ahead, take over the screen, Big Daddy. Can you see it? Yeah. Can you see the video? I don't know. I just see like a cool looking background. It looks right. like the Starry Night painting, but like futuristic. Let's see. I guess it won't. So hang on, let me stop. Maybe you got to share a certain screen. Um. It's only Let's giving. Me, it's only giving me one option, but. So it's got to open system preferences. I'll, I'll walk you through this. It it kind of... Do you hear that? Uh-uh. But... Oh, hang on. Let me turn it up. We can edit this all out, by the way. <laughs> but... Shit. Shit. All right. You'll hear how loud it is. Okay. Did you hear it? Oh. Yeah, that was a slap? Yeah, that was that was the guy getting slapped. So that's what it sounds like when you get clubbed, because that's pretty much all they're doing in this league. They're just hitting with the bottom of their hand on this guy's face, like as hard as they can. And every time it just knocks him down. And if you can pull it up on your computer, you'll see his fingers are, you know, Tua, like the how he was after he was knocked down, like his fingers were like that. Mm -hmm. His hands are in like what's called the fencing like position or whatever. And it's like the most severe level of concussion. That's what causes mm -hmm. that. So this dude got the absolute shit knocked out of him. And this is from a neurologist. Like, he tweeted this. 
He said, this this is so sad. Note the fencing posture with the first brain injury. He may never be the same. At Dana White and TBS Network should be ashamed. Pure exploitation. What's next? Who can survive a stabbing? So he's basically saying, like, this is akin to, like, just mutilating people on TV for entertainment because it is like it's it's pretty bad. Yeah. But next, I'll play the I'll play the Charlie video where he kind of talks about it, but mm-hmm. not. Well, I think this is okay actually. Let's see. Well, I'll be right back real quick. Play the okay. video though. I'll play the video. Twitter, which is a slapping competition between two gentlemen, but these gentlemen don't have any manners. These slaps are like tectonic lifting levels. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if there was, like, actual registered activity on the Richter scale during this slapping competition. The damage that was done to their faces is unlike anything I've seen before. So I wanted to show you a couple of the slaps as well as, of course, the viral clip. I don't want to show you all of it because I think this is something that you have to see to believe. So I'm going to put a link to the whole match in the description of the video. I can't undersell the power behind these meaty paws colliding with their cheeks. It is downright dangerous. Like, these are slaps that could kill a man. This isn't your grandma's old disciplinary slaps. These are big boys. So for those listening and aren't able to see the video, it's this guy whose face is just swollen. Like he's been stung by a thousand bees on one side because that's how much he's been like hit or slapped by. It's just disproportionately swollen and he's still going. And this is this is part of the power slap a uh, tournament, whatever you want to call it, but yeah. Just listen to how loud. You hear that? Let me we'll play back. I just want to let you know how loud this is. Like it's it's insane. Grandma's old discipline. Rewinded too far. Yeah, it sounded like it sounds a, like when you like a slam yeah. a door or something. That's what happens when you club somebody in the face, like with your with the heel of your the butt of your hand. I don't know what you call it, but yeah, it, it's there's people yeah, tweeting out. Like jokingly, somebody's gonna fucking die with this shit because some people have died. Like we we went over that one guy that died already. But if this is allowed to continue, like there's gonna be some people who actually die from this because like a bunch of less tr- like almost amateur slappers just clubbing people in the face just for entertainment. That's that's insane. But yeah. Yeah, I'm I've never heard of this. So like. <laughs> They show they show the video of somebody hitting somebody in slow motion here. And he's literally clubbing him as Dana White's explaining the rules. Like it literally shows someone clubbing the other dude in slow motion. And he's <laughs> his biggest gripe is that he flinched during that. <laughs> I just think that's funny. And the warning was given for flinching, not for the dude like basically punching the guy in the face, by the way. Mm. 
So yeah, this is just a big fucking stupid idea that Dana White has concocted up in his head. Per usual, but he just has no regard for any anybody's safety in any of this, and it's going to get people seriously hurt. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to do one for the normies because I don't know what the fuck this is. Is this this actual this is an actual sport before Dana White's league or whatever? Like, how did this yes. how did this start? How did this come? There about? were there were there's like several leagues around the world. Um, there's one called like Slap Ultimate, I think, is the like Eastern European Russian one where the big like big Russian dudes just go. But yeah, it's they have very strict rules and like very strict guidelines for each of their fighters. But this is just like do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. So it's like it's like throwing all caution to the wind and just yeah, just for entertainment also. So okay, um, see, he's just doing like a monopoly on these like fighting sports, right? Or right, yeah, like he wants to he wants to be in charge of all the fighting and all the like he wants to have a monopoly on. All fighting, combat, entertainment, sports, pretty much. Okay, yeah. the The only thing I really know deeply is the stuff I know from Felix Felix Biederman's um, UFC um, kind of video. But also because <clears throat> I learned that um, that uh, in like in like the South in, in America during slavery, child slavery, they would like buy certain slaves and they would um, get them to box. And so basically, you could like. Oh. Um, you you your owner would specifically have you to like box other slaves uh from other owners and that'd be that's kind of where like um america's um or at least in the west um where like martial arts started taking place um with these like slave boxing rings and that's that kind of developed into like modern day boxing and then also like ufc but ufc is more like um international um because it's like mixed martial arts um Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I don't know. It um it just seems like it's like Dana White adding on to his monopoly, like you said, of like basically like slave slot fighting sports. That's um, literally what it is. Like because he's he doesn't pay them pretty pretty much anything. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody like if our listeners know this, but UFC fighters they don't they're not, they're not allowed to take like outside money. They only take the money that they're given by Dana White and the UFC. Like. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. They don't get paid anything except like if if they do have like outside endorsements, that's the only way they can make money. But until they get that famous, and a lot of them don't, a lot of them like get seriously injured and aren't able to continue. They get paid like the five figure salary that they're given by the UFC. So it can't be much better for this. If if anything, if anything, it's worse because it's a smaller league and they have a lot less protection because at least the UFC has like rules and stuff that are enforced. <laughs> yeah. I used to play the little UFC video game. Um, that was cool. But this slapping shit sounds like insane. Also, who's the, like, who's the target audience for this? I don't understand how there's a market for this. It's fun. Are it's people fun like that bored? No, it's it's really fun to watch actually. Like I've I've watched a few matches myself, like from the like proper leagues that yeah, aren't yeah. like this. But it's honestly fun if if like the rules are in place and people aren't just getting like senselessly concussed for no reason. Like Yeah, it's this, ridiculous. It's completely avoidable. Like if, if the rules are in place, people aren't gonna like, you know, beat the shit out of each other like that, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've never heard it. I I wasn't sure what was what this even was on the docket. Oh, I thought this was about Dana 
Brian White beating his wife or some shit. Well, that that too. He's a very like questionable character for sure in his personal life. Like yeah. he's. I mean, he's just a fucked up capitalist. He's... Yeah, yeah, definitely. But for the but for the slaves sporting the Honestly, sports where I they thought... kill themselves to make a living. I thought him and Joe Rogan were the same person for the longest time because they look so. They look like the same nigga. They are. They They're are both like a bald white thumb. <laughs> They're like the <laughs> archetype for every divorced dad, like a roided yes, out yes, MMA yes. watching dude who has a podcast. Like, <laughs> wait, Dana White has a podcast too? I think so. I think so. But I thought they were the same. They are the same. You person. gotta be Neanderthal to like listen to that. Like take time your day to listen to Dana White and Joe Rogan. Like. I mean, Joe Rogan, it's understandable because he used to bring on like cool ass guests and sometimes he has a lot of like controversial stuff. Yeah. Um, but no, like Dana White, like there's no way he's putting together like um, like a comprehensive like sentence or string of sentences um, that's like interesting or even bring on anyone like cool because at least Joe Rogan has... can still bring on cool people. Dana White has a YouTube channel. I know that much. He does like what's called Fuck It Friday where he just, I don't know. I saw like you just, another uh, podcast I listened to. Sexually assaults women live on camera on Fridays. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, man. But yeah, no, the, like, he I'm he like gonna, does random stuff. I'm just gonna grab this girl's ass out of the skirt real quick on live. <laughs> he has like a body cam. He just goes in Chipotle lines. Yeah, and does that. I'm sorry, that was a come time moment. But yeah, <laughs> good, man. that's funny. But yeah, I was slap. Yeah, check it out if you haven't checked it out. But it's it's honestly insane that this is legal. Like I don't know what state would sanction this because it has no rules that they're they're, they're not enforcing anything. This has to be in Florida. I'm just gonna say it. It has to be taking place in Florida. But yeah. Anyways, that's all for power slap. <clears throat> Did you have something else about this? No, no, no. Okay. We, we can we can move on. Let's move on to let's see here. Let's go to Shannon Sharp trying to fight the entire Memphis Grizzlies. Hell yeah! Basketball team. I'm with it because I'm a Lakers fan. So yeah, fuck it, go on. <laughs> so if y'all aren't aware, iconic picks out of that too. My bad. If y'all aren't aware, Friday night, um, Shannon Sharp got into some antics in the Lakers and Grizzlies basketball game. Uh, the Grizzlies are, like, notorious for talking shit on Twitter and stuff, and I guess some stuff was said before. Um, but anyways, Shannon Sharp, if you don't know, he's, like, a very – I think he played football. He's pretty famous now for his show with Skip Bayless, um, who's another person entirely. But – Basically, he got. <laughs> we talked about skill before, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This video, this video is him just fighting the entire Lakers bench. He's just yelling, yelling at everybody on the court right now. It's funny because you can't you can't be taken seriously like that if you're wearing a cardigan. I'm sorry. He's wearing like a baby blue cardigan and he's yelling shit at the Lakers and stuff like. Well, to be fair, he has like given up some dignity to become a socialite in the yeah. of like L.A., right? Oh, like, yeah, definitely. As everyone has. Because first he was just like a football Hall of Fame guy. Then he got a show. 
Now he's kind of like cool and hip, like Club Shay Shay, and he's like cool with all these different like celebrities and players and stuff. And like yep. now he can have like his own moments at the fucking Lakers game. Like you're at like the the West Coast mecca of like basketball. Yeah, and he's famous. making it about him while like LeBron is on the court. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's 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 insane. That's like real. Like Shannon Sharp's kind of cool. He's funny, but that's like real socialite, uh, socialite type shit. Fame always like leads to this type of stuff happening. Like it always leads to somebody's like downfall. Very yeah, he's just time. like working up the like Hollywood social ladder type shit. Yeah. I think because yeah. he's gonna because of this, he's gonna like probably connect with some um more people. He he's he's like he, he's like Obama in that way. How Obama became president and wants to <laughs> go on Ellen. He wants to have a podcast with yeah. Fuck, Shannon uh, Sharp is basically Obama. Have a podcast yeah. with that one uh, folk singer. Um, you know, he he wants to meet Oprah. You know, he wants to be besties with Jeffrey Epstein, all that stuff. He's going to so. go on the Ellen show a couple times. He's going to, you know, he's going to go on Comedians in Cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. He's going to do the normal, like, media media tour. And then he's going to write an autobiography. You know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this is this is pretty crazy. I've never seen like a, a like imagine if Stephen A. Smith did something like this. Like he's probably the most animated out of all the like sports personalities, and I could not see Stephen A. Smith doing something like that. Just, oh yeah, like, Shannon, uh, uh, Stephen A. Smith is like a peon now. Yeah, he doesn't even have like real like at least Shannon Sharp still has like real sports takes and like checks Skip Bayless's like insane ass, but like Stephen yeah. A. is literally just just reads off the teleprompter now. <laughs> And like add yeah. some like really stupid shit to say. Like he none of his takes have like the past three years, none of his like actual sports takes have had like any like uh, meaningful analysis in like whatever fucking sport you're talking about. And, and specifically for his basketball takes, have been like completely asinine. Yeah. And he'll like he just says stuff between reaction. them every two weeks like a fucking child. Um I think we talked about him before. He's also we, said we like did. a lot of like racist shit uh, yeah. about the one Asian baseball player, but also about fucking black players. And he always wants to be like a a fucking a spokesperson and, and component of being a black capitalist. And he's like, um, I don't know. I think he said something about black players shouldn't wear their hoodies or some dumb shit. He's he's always saying dumb shit like that. But yeah, it's yeah. crazy because they'll do all this stuff and then their like very next thing will be like, "Hey, listen, come check out my show." Yeah, yeah, hear my yes, reaction. Yes, 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 they do all this to like generate. They, they they do this to like drive viewers to their show. Yeah, I, I think that's taken some of the, and I feel like that's happened. Maybe maybe it was, but when I was a kid, it seemed more like decent to me. I feel like now they're really doing that because like. Maybe it's always been the same since 2011, but I feel like really now, like, you have to keep saying that to, like, be relevant. Yeah, I don't think... And this part of that is part of the terrible, like... Um, part of that is... I think part of it is because, like, the terrible, like, American news cycle. Um, but, you like, just, like, all the things... You always have to the top of a news cycle. Yeah, yeah. You always have Just, to like, everything in capitalism, like, it sucks, yeah. like, the actual, like, enjoyment out of it. And, like... Well, I, I think for some of the debating, it takes it away. Nobody's, like actually doing stuff that they want to do they're all just trying to like outdo the other person you know like, yeah, it's, yeah it's not not it's not that they're wanting to do this they're just doing it because they have a financial incentive to keep doing it 
Yeah, and that's what capitalism is in a nutshell. Like it, it takes all the enjoyment out of things because nobody actually wants to do what they're doing. They just do it because that's what makes them money or that's what like, you know, it's not it's yeah. not because they want to do it. Because I feel like for sports like, um, oh, wait, can you turn your. OK, yeah, there we go. I, I, I feel like for sports like um, um, at least for most things, there's always like a credible like two sides um because it's all objective it's like sports it's just for fucking fun essentially like we don't get to side any real shit um but they just like they are even like deteriorate their own relationships with like players by like yeah just to have a fucking hot take like they've all done that like they've all burned their bridges with like kevin durant just to like seem cool and i'm not even like the biggest fan of like kevin durant like i think it was like a pussy move to go to golden state but like He's still a cool dude. Like he's very supportive of like um getting getting some e- equity like equality for like women's basketball players and stuff. Like Yeah. And and supporting like young basketball players. Um you know what I mean? Like he's like besides that, he's like, you know, he's 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 a great dude, but they're you know, all just they they normal, shit on him. normal humans. Like they're not any different yeah, yeah. than you or me. Like yeah, but no, they have to be like, you know, th- this man is a coward and all this shit. And then yeah. continue like beat on him for two years, which, yeah, I think the move was cowardly. But to continue to shit on him, uh, like he, he's he's one of the best scorers and one of the like best players ever. And he's, he's yeah. a pretty decent dude. So like for you to continually have this like fake beef with him is um, um, kind of stupid. But, I think they just have yeah. the most like useless jobs. Like I don't I don't see like how they benefit anything in any meaningful capacity you know yeah. like i mean just i'm there to, like, now- talk shit pretty much i don't i don't know how it is in other sports like for soccer maybe in like football I, I think for me it's just like i know basketball so like when i hear these guys talk i'm like you don't actually mean that and also like even if you do you're stupid and you shouldn't be on air because that's not like a real analysis of like anything uh it's basketball. like, I, like I don't care if you sit and watch the game i think it's like I can't even say that. Never mind. I was gonna say I think it's mostly American sports people like that, but I don't. I don't think that's the case. At least in my view, because I'm. I'm not like. Yeah. I'm not too into like soccer and then like international stuff. But uh, just speaking from like a basketball perspective for the NBA and, and even like college and stuff, it's just like really bad takes. And obviously they do that because it's like commodified and they need that. Yeah. But it just kind of sucks because like. I don't know, because now you, like, when you have sports talks, like, other people take those takes. Just, like, anything. Like, they take that and run with it. And it's like, yeah, come on, dog. We've actually, like, played the sports. Those guys have never, like, touched a court. Like, even in high school or, like, whatever. Like, they just, like, watch. And it's like, oh, well, this is what I think or whatever. It's, it's just so bad. <laughs> they just, like, impose their worldview on sports when they've never actually done it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you don't have to play to, like, know it. But, like, you definitely don't know it. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, that's that's Shannon Sharp, the the guy we all know and love. What is next? So we have George Santos being a drag queen, I think. Oh, yes. One second. So our favorite New York representative, George, what's his full name? Fuck. DeVolder something. something. No, no, that, that's 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 his fake one. George oh, okay. is his fake one. I think for now his real name is George Santos. George Santos, the congressman formerly known as George DeVolder. Um Yeah. His old tenant, yeah. he he called himself George DeVolder. And then he had like a a different name for being a drag queen. But that's pretty normal for, for drag queens though. Yeah. Um <clears throat> 
So his aliases include Anthony Santos, George DeVolder, Anthony Zabrowski, George Anthony Santos DeVolder, and others. Um, so let's see. I, I think the, the newest one that's just really funny is um, apparently he, 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 um, he says that he never performed as a, a drag queen in Brazil. And they, uh, according to reports, his oh, name is um, Katara. Katara, yeah. yeah. K-I-T-A-R-A. Yeah, Santos that's a, that's said that the suggestion name. that he was a drag queen performer is categorically false. So he's he's admitting that he lied about this or something, I guess. Yeah, he's saying the he media. never performed as one, um, but there's like yeah. pictures of him and shit. The media continues to make outrageous claims about my life while I am working to deliver results, he tweeted this week. Multiple reporters, however, said they have obtained photos or video of Santos performing as Katara, provided by former friends from the Rio de Janeiro gay community. Yeah, that's the only sources I'm about to trust. Uh, people in the gay community, I don't, they don't really have a reason why. So, yeah, right. your ass is grass. <laughs> so Nothing to lie lose you. there. They have a picture here that kind of looks like him. Um, yeah, the guy to the right in the red dress. Yeah, yeah like that. Come on. But it's also, this tweet. Like, it's this tweet that says, "I just spoke by phone with Eula Rochard, a Brazilian drag queen who was friends with George Santos when he lived near Rio. She said everyone knew him as Anthony, never George, or yeah, by his yeah, drag yeah. name Katara, and perform and oh, and confirms this photo is from a 2008 drag show at Icaray Beach in Brazil. I think was putting it on. He definitely was. That's him." Yeah, I don't like. He could have just run with Democrats and been honest about his identity. I don't. I don't get what the lying was for. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. This could have been. He could have been a cool candidate. He was. He was killing it in this. I don't. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't know why it. a fave politician lied. I don't understand it. He. Yeah, he's literally lied about everything. Like, I don't understand how he hasn't been like forced to resign or whatever yet. Because like, I mean, it's the Republican Party. I don't, I don't really see them doing that. To well, be that honest, too. Yeah, I don't think they could ever. For I don't know, I don't know how that all works, but I don't, I don't think at this juncture like they would have the power to because what do you Kevin mean? McCarthy have the whole House of Representatives right now. No, 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 no. no. L- l- listen, listen, because McCarthy, he supports McCarthy, so that's his one saving grace. I don't think McCarthy can afford to force him to resign and bring someone else in um, because you don't know, like, you can't guarantee that that other person is going to support McCarthy, uh, at least personally for him. Mm. Um, and I'm I mean, just like, talking if about, the, like, an ethical perspective. Like, people were uh, voting on, like, false pretenses, and it's very, I don't know, very fucked <laughs> to uh, think about. No, there's no democracy. They're not going to, they don't get to choose yeah. a representative. They're fucked. And he'll probably stay in that position for a couple of years. I feel like I don't. I don't know if he'll get voted out, uh, but we'll find out. In um, it's kind of what I predicted would happen. That like like yeah, this would never this would never get addressed, and it would like fall out of the news cycle, and everyone would stop talking about it, and then he would get to go it's on like MSNBC or something like that. Yeah, it's saying on little by little. I, I like it though. Yeah. No, I, I like George Santos. He's like like he's part of the liberal fantasy island universe now. Him, Nick Saints. Adams. Madison Cawthorn, let's not forget. There's more than one. There's more than one. Yeah, drag. Maddie Cawthorn. Yeah. I wish he would do more stuff. Wait, did you see that picture of him? Um, it was for like New Year's. He he was like took a picture with like two bad bitches. Oh, damn. Or not bad. They were like plastic, like blonde, yeah. blonde, uh, um, 
centerfolds. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was cool. No, our, our boy's still in the game. Yeah. Our bisexual definitely. king. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember when that sex tape him drop. That was so funny. Uh, that was I wish he was still it? in there. What? I wish I wish our boy was still in there. He I think out of in the Republican Party, he has like the most real like Hitler particles because he visited his house and shit and made like the Instagram post for him. You know what I mean? And he called him the Fuhrer too. Yeah, he was like the Fuhrer. He's like, I just got back like, from the Fuhrer's house and I was like, yeah, what? He doesn't he probably doesn't have like the ideology down and like the, the theory down, but like he's the Wait, one most whose house, whose house you get back from, bro? What can you say that again, man? What what's up? Hello, what? What's up? He's he's the one most down for like yeah, I don't, I don't really get all the theory, but you know, I, I kind of miss, I kind of miss Hitler. He's that, on like that, a first name basis with Adolf Hitler. Like he has a nickname for him. He's like, oh no, yeah. that's not Hitler. That's the Führer. That's eighty. That's eighty right there. <laughs> that's my boy Dolph. That's Dolph, man. <laughs> that's Dolph. Dolph. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's that's what Kanye goes change his name to Dolph. Yeah, he's gonna be old Dolph. He's not gonna be young. Old Dolph. Old Dolph. <laughs> Wait, did young Dolph get killed? Yeah, he did. That was another one. Damn. R.I.P. Young, young R.I.P. Yeah. Young Dolph. He was cool though. He's from Memphis. I've yeah, he's got great music. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. yeah. George Saints, aka George Santos, with caught in another lie. <laughs> I don't know how many other lies he could like he's pulling lies out of his ass at this point. I don't know how many more like things he could have possibly lied about. Yeah, Elriz. I mean, the next thing he's going to come out is, like, he's not a human or something. He's going to be, like, a squirrel or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> he's going to be like, sight guys, I was actually a squirrel or something. Yeah. It's just so funny. Everything about him is a lie. He was married to a yeah. woman, so obviously he can't just be straight up gay or whatever. He was married for, yeah. for nine years. Just be just be um, a fucking normal person. Like, don't lie about it. Just be normal. It. Come on, man. Yeah, what is, what is lied, wrong with you? He said he lied about going to that prep New York school and that he, like, slayed against Yale and Harvard's volleyball teams. Like, who's going to who's, – honestly, who's going to care if he, like, to- just told the truth about everything? Like, yeah, that's know? such, like, a middle school thing to do. It's like, yeah, I got a, I got a girlfriend in Canada, bro. She I used to do that school. as a little kid. Yeah, my yeah, girlfriend goes to another school. school. I used to lie. I used to make up stories to, to the girls in, like, my class. I like that would be like, yeah, I fought a bear. I shot a bear with my girlfriend. I was like, I've never been hunting in my life. Yeah, I live in a mansion. We have three pools, and one's indoors, and I have a TV in my bedroom, and I get to stay up till 2 a.m. every <laughs> night. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't, I, I never really lied about things that, like, weren't too, like, mine were always extravagant. Like, being oh, like, yeah. I have a TV in my bedroom is too, like, simple, because I, I for a while, I did not. And then, like, 15-car garage. Yeah. It's, it's insane, man. I don't know why he does that. It's there's like no need for it, you know, because there's people there's like there's like stay at home moms in the House of Representatives. I don't know why he feels the need to do that. But yeah. Just be a normal be a normal person, George Santos. Please God. Yeah. No, no, keep keep doing you, bro. Um I mean, yeah, do you but like just be honest about it. That's what I mean. No, no, keep lying. It that's makes for better podcast content. <laughs> keep lying. Keep lying. <laughs> we'll see what next we'll see what comes up next on the Santos saga of liberal fantasy island. Yeah. But yeah. Next I think up, we're gonna call this episode Power Slap. Power Slap. That's a good one. That's a good yeah, one. I think that's where we're gonna go. Just just because yeah. it sounds like the movie Whiplash. Yeah, that slaps, so honestly. Like that. Yeah. But next, we're going to go to the um, 
the nation, I'm not going to say great nation, but the nation of France. <laughs> I'm not going to say the great nation. I'm not going to call them great. I won't do it. Yeah. I will not cave in to the French there. They're not fine. They're not sending their best, folks. They're not sending their best. Their women are beasts. No, I was just kidding. That was a funny but, tweet I had saw where they were doing like some pickup thing in like uh, London versus Paris, and everyone was like, "Notice how, notice the lovely ladies of 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 Paris and France compared to the beast in the UK." God, <laughs> we're like going back to 1066, the the Hundred Years' War, when people like from France and England just hate yeah. each other. It was just like normal, like. Like looking like white women in England, and it was just like the prettiest people in France, because most of them weren't even like white or like like white. It was like Muslims and Africans that they were like interviewing in fucking France. It was like beautiful Jesus. brown people and shit. But yeah, so in France, people in France went on a nationwide strike to protest the government's plans to re- to raise the retirement age by two years. To 64. So it is currently 62, the the retirement age in France. But the government planned to raise it to 64, presumably to cut Medicare or whatever their Medicare is expenses so that they can cut taxes on the wealthy. That's what I'm not I'm not sure that's what's happening, but it happens here. So I'm assuming that's what's going on there. Um, Mm -hmm. But honestly, like the level of organization from the French protesters is really impressive. Like it's all over Twitter. It's not they being reported in the time, news. Like the, what? Wait, what? I feel like they do that. Like, like every anytime something happens in France, like, all right, we're gonna we're we're gonna get organized. We're gonna go out there and punch some cops and shit and break some windows. Yeah. I feel like they can they do that really like swiftly every time. Oh yeah, they do. But like, I don't know. It's just impressive how like massive the amount of people are and stuff. But yeah. I don't know where I was going with that, but the police have responded by gassing protesters, beating them with batons, the usual like neoliberal approach to any pro any form of protest, really. Um, yeah, just over over people just wanting to retire earlier and enjoy their life rather than letting a bunch of or a few rich people get tax cuts and more profit on their bottom line. That's that's essentially yeah. what the government is doing. They're defending those rich people. So Oh wait, so they were not only um changing the retirement age, they were uh cutting taxes I for think. I, I don't know. I think. That's that's oh, my okay, presumption. Okay, okay. Because that's that's always who benefits from stuff like this. So yeah, that's my, I like, mean the, materialist analysis of this situation. Yeah, I, I mean the worker is a commodity, so like the longer yeah. they can extend that, um, that um, someone can be that commodity, um, you know, capitalists will fucking do that. So yeah. Um, but I, I don't. I, I think the French people have always kind of been like fed up with all types of aristocracy and like bourgeois, bourgeoisie and capitalists and stuff. Um, <laughs> And they like yeah. none of them want to take like any shit from it compared to like the Nordic countries where they're like, Oh, we still have healthcare, so everything is fine or whatever the fuck they like to the, shit on the us. Social for. democracies, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I mean it's good for them, but obviously yeah, it's like good. they're like crushing like third world countries and the immigrants when their countries to live yeah. that nice lifestyle. But yeah, I mean that's fine. I mean, yeah. But hey. Yeah, go France. Fuck it up over there. Yeah, fucked up country. 
Get your get your two years earlier retirement, please. Yeah, Macron, Macron. But yeah, that we'll monitor that situation because it kind of just started yesterday or the day before yesterday. So yeah, we'll continue as to an monitor. as an as an monitor. We will next time we record, we will thirty minutes before we'll check to see if there's any updates and then <laughs> yeah, add we'll it into the episode. <laughs> yeah, put together a nice little comprehensive thing thirty minutes before we record, just so y'all can have the latest information on that. But yeah, that's all right, Sam. Do feminism and communism mix? Yeah, is because that's me. Um, so yeah, does so this communism was... and something that falls under communism mix? Yeah, Let me know. that's the. I, I think the the confusion with like feminism is always because um, we talked about this last episode. Like the confusion with feminism um, and the, and the type of fe- feminism people shit on. Um, which I'm fine with. I shit on it, but they don't. They shit on it in the wrong way. Um, is like the liberal idea of feminism we talked about last time, which is like kind of like ideals and ideas uh, for women to like empower themselves through like words and different titles, and climbing up like certain like social and corporate ladders and whatnot. In other words, um, no no concrete action to like materially benefit women, just like. Just like these, like weird sayings and whatnot to yeah, just yeah. make like, people like feel girl better. boss. We're gonna slay this. You know, we need more women in the company. Yeah, um, we need more like women engineers. Blah blah. blah all this women stuff. landlords. We need yeah, more we women, need women hedge landlords. Fund managers. We need you know we need uh, you know girl bosses in the workplace. All we this need shit. more women in the military contractor industry. Yeah, and also <laughs> I like it, it, in itself. I don't really have like a problem with like. Like the word itself, or whatever. Um, like I, I feel that way. How I feel about like, like, like gender, race, or whatever. Like, it, however you want to identify yourself with, like that's cool. Uh, but like you were saying, like, um, the the reason why like, um, people kind of reject feminism outside of outside of the left is, I think, because like it's the popular version is liberal feminism, which has not found a concrete way. Um, to, to start a movement or do any change within the 21st century. Now, the, the arguments against this from, like, real leftists and, like, leftists like me, because I, I identify as a feminist, I'm also a communist. Um, to me, that's how I, like, I, I don't know if we talked about it before, but that's that's how I got into being, like, a leftist. Um, I had, like, a feminist teacher, uh, a Brazilian guy, and, uh, when I was in Minnesota. And um, because of taking his class, I kind of decided yeah i'm gonna give up like liberalism and i started moving uh more to left in that way um but when like communists are talking about like feminism like real communists who are are feminists and stuff we want like material change for women um and you know we believe that they should be like at the forefront with like other like minorities and stuff and sexual minorities of whatever like revolution or whatever movement um, and I think that's what like really misses it. Now I know like there's like some grifters because uh, there's like tweets from like um, Jackson Hinkle and like Hawes. These are like uh, hypocrites. These are not genuine um, like communists or leftists. They do not care about um, materially changing anything in anyone's lives. They one of them can arguably be a psyop, and the other's just like a grifting dumbass, uh, which is fine. Um, but uh, things like um, women or feminism or uh, gay people, whatever, uh, should always be part of, like, a revolutionary movement. Um, but uh, specifically for, like, feminism. Uh, yeah, Because that's, like, communist. the whole goal. That's the whole goal of communism is to liberate yeah, yeah. all marginalized people. That's the, like, explicit goal of communists everywhere. So Yeah, yeah. 
one one argument they were trying to make is that like um, women have never been at the forefront of a movement, blah blah blah. They've never been like there's no like famous commun like woman communist leader, which is false. There's like Rosa Luxemburg. There's the yeah the women who fought in the Spanish Civil War, uh, Frida Kahlo. Like there's like a bunch, and you can like list them off. They're obviously not as like popular because of like the patriarchy and like they're not like you you're not gonna find like um fan cams of them and them doing like cool shit and all this stuff um because like even even the the um you know communists who believed in like feminism and believe women have a place there like said you know there's still patriarchy within like the communist party and within the country and you you women need to like combat that still um mm -hmm. no matter if like even the con there's a communist government um and because, the most uh oh i was gonna say oh, go the reason all that still exists within communist countries and or socialist countries that are working towards communism the reason that still exists is because it's not a final like state they're working to undo yes. all of that like yeah. com like just because a communist party takes over a country that's not the final state the same is true with like social democracies like norway finland sweden etc they're working through various means to achieve communism yes so that's yeah anyways um yeah, 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 no, like because that that comes with a capitalism. It's a it's a proponent yeah. of perpetuating it on the population. So uh, during socialism, you see socialism as more as a stage to um, fight off the bourgeoisie and to keep uh, have have the working class keep trying to seize back the means of productions and whatnot. But this also goes along with like dismantling racism, homophobia, yeah. um, uh, misogyny, All forms of and oppression. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, and you know the communist leaders who like. Um, really speak out about this. I, I think like the number one like guy is uh Thomas Sankara. He's like my probably like my famous fa favorite communist leader. Um his big thing was like it, it's a very poor country of uh, Burkina Faso. So like immediately he kind of put women in, in positions of power and like let them go to school. Um and started this idea of like they need to be at the forefront of the revolu revolution, but also yeah. like materially we need to allow for women to because the thing is, like, with liberal feminism, like, you know, you can be a girl boss. You don't need kids. Or, like, you can just be a stand-alone mom. But, like, people are, like, very nuanced. They don't want to do one or the other. Like, normally people want to, like, have a job. Like, men, like me and you, like, want to have a job. But also eventually, like, have kids. Women want to do the same thing. So Thomas Sankara's thing is kind of like, you know, like, we need to provide for them materially so they can, like, work and make money for themselves and their family and kids or whatever. Um, but also they need to be able to, to like be like a mother, but like a good mother, like they need to be able to provide for the children materially um, and keep them healthy and, you know, let them go to school and stuff. So that's kind of his thing. Um, I'm not like much of a Maoist, but also Mao kind of had a similar thing. He has a quote where he's like, you know, women uh, hold up half of the sun or whatever. Um, so, you know, so whenever someone is like, you know, do, the, do any of these other like ideologies that might seem progressive like mix or whatever it's like yeah they do uh it should, yeah communism is, is 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 about everyone it's not um supposed to be like male dominated uh <laughs> but as brendan stated earlier um even when like a communist socialist group still wins uh the different intersectionalities within that group have to keep uh, uh pushing to fight patriarchy and and yeah, whatnot it's it's, um, it's helpful to think about it as a process and not like a final destination if that makes sense like you're always working to undo the the like oppression caused by the previous system which is capitalism. exactly like you're always it's it's never ending yeah and i i think for people who are kind of confused by the never ending of it of is, is um as communists we've we've agreed that like our our mission is to like kind of fail over and over again 
Mm-hmm. Um, and we take that from like, because we used to be in like feudalism yeah. um, and the aristocracy continued to push wars against kings and like the church and stuff and sort of like clergy. Um, well, yeah, Marx at the beginning of the Communist Manifesto, he says the history of all hitherto society is that of class struggle. Yeah. Lords and serfs, oppressor and oppressed, um, property, capitalist and proletariat, bourgeois and proletariat. Um, that's the history of all society. So yeah. until we undo that, that was when communism, the final state, will be in place. Yeah. Yeah. But no, no, no like, um, like the, the aristocracy sort of kept pushing this war, can, yep. can continuous for years, hundreds and hundreds of years against like the kings and queen uh queens and like uh, the church and like god and stuff um and so that's where you have the thing where it's like you know the the death death of god eventually and when you stop having like kings and queens power sort of goes into the aristocracy's hands um and you especially see that here in america because you know in in america you know we want to separate from the king of of england and stuff and sort of let the aristocracy rule yeah yeah, france and and move into um you know, they they wanted to be capitalists. They wanted the capital to sort of run things uh, by having capital and use the government as a way to keep producing that capital. Um, and so now it's it's sort of uh, our turn. We have to keep pushing against the capitalists and whatever capital they have um, and yep. keep failing, essentially, because the aristocracy failed a billion times. So because, we have to fail yeah, like a trillion times to, basically, to, to kind of succeed. Basically, in, in, in the history of communism, like in the Communist Manifesto, Marx outlines that the class structure that was feudalism, which is lords and serfs who worked the land pretty much for yeah. the lords and stuff like that, that was replaced by the bourgeoisie, which are the property owners, the people who own, like Jeff Bezos, he's an example of the bourgeoisie. Um, that was replaced by what we have now in capitalism. Feudalism was replaced by capitalism. So we have the bourgeoisie, like the upper class, the very wealthy, and the proletariat, people like you and me. So we are now the serfs and the lords are the bourgeoisie, like like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, um, Mark Zuckerberg, et cetera. So yeah. 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 So that kind of answers the question or debate or whatever the super online left is having about like this feminism connect with communism. And that goes for like anything else. Um I mean the easiest way to answer that is 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 feminism working to undo a form of oppression, which is, yes, it's working yeah. to undo, like, patriarchal, misogynist forms of oppression that have been in place <laughs> for hundreds of years. So, yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. I, think, I think also I, I want to point out to, like, listeners that feminism is not just about um, helping women because feminism, especially, like, in America, when you look at it, it's, it's about – because um, women uh, uh, usually take on, like, most of the, you know, the taking care of the family – and all this emotional labor. So, you know, this includes the other people within their lives besides themselves and other women. This includes the fathers, you know, the, the brothers, their sons, their husbands. Um, I, so, I, you know, the, the kind of thing about, like, America during, like, its early, like, labor movements, like, you know, like, the men of their families are sort of dying in, in caves and factories and all this stuff. And that also pushed women to kind of uh, fight for their rights, too, because, you know, yeah. they, it, you know it, no one's free until everyone's free is sort of the saying. And that goes hand in hand with that. Um, even if women have like their rights and stuff, but you know the other people they love in their life are being killed, trying to make a living. That's that's not really freedom, even even for themselves. And I want to encourage our listeners um, to check out 
two very important figures from the feminist movement that I think are like the utmost important. Dale Spender, um, she she contributed a lot to what's called critical gender theory. Um, basically, what that says is that since men wrote most of the, they created all the institutions that currently exist in our in our society. Like they wrote the constitution, they um, founded the federal government and the state governments and all that stuff that it's inherently oppressive towards women because it is like women had no they had no say in the formation of government of society of anything mm. so all of these institutions that we currently have they're inherently oppressive towards women yeah. they're still upholding they had all no those ideals and like another another like collection of people i would suggest is like angela davis for example she has a lot of good writing and in, in feminism and all that um, she does a lot of other work in like abolition, like prison abolition, stuff like that. Yeah. But she Susan also has a good take on like uh, Palestinian struggle too. She, yeah. She's really good on on all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Susan B. Anthony has a really good, really good work on. Um, it's like a, it's 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 her like she went to court for not paying her taxes, for example. So she wrote a full case as to why she shouldn't, like she should be exempt from paying taxes. And it's mm -hmm. because it's kind of going off of what Dale Spender says about how men created everything. Therefore, it like it oppresses women. But um, Susan B. Anthony's take on it is that since women didn't have a say in it, it should not apply to them. Therefore, like I don't have to pay taxes or I don't have to follow your laws. So, yeah, Brandon, we're probably gonna have to double Sam's check. Roommate mad, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're I think we're gonna have to double check the Susan B. Anthony. Not that, but I, I'm pretty sure she's like a eugenics. Um, oh, I'm not. I'm not endorsing her. Like, entirely. oh, okay, yeah, yeah. We, we don't endorse that, that lady. Like, pretty interesting work that you should check out. Yeah, yeah. Susan B. Anthony, she had some good takes on like women's stuff. Uh, yeah. Just, just not for. She's very racist. Race. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I thought it was her. Or someone else. Because yeah. I know Helen Keller is also like. I think she's way more of a eugenics than the fuck than Helen Keller. How? Yes. How well, is Helen, Helen Keller? <laughs> um, she she identifies as a socialist, but uh, Helen Keller has a lot of uh, a lot of the advanced race theory takes and shit. Um, I, I don't know if they're worse than Susan B. Anthony, but uh, I would I would highly encourage everyone to check out Dale Spender at least, and if you can find yes. whatever that is about whatever paper Susan B. Anthony wrote, check that out. But also, yes, she's very racist and very hateful towards black people like Sojourner Truth and all that stuff. So I'm not endorsing her character, but yeah. Yeah, I was trying to make sure we wasn't having a Winston Churchill moment. <laughs> no, no, we can, yeah. I think I think we can like take helpful things from historical figures and use them if it if it like if it goes along with what we're, you know. No, Wait, no, no. I, it's I, also I very, very I, hateful. I feel, I feel that way for, um, and just in general, like anti-imperialist movements or like revolutions in general, even if they're not inherently like socialist. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm reading. A, if, I'm reading if, a, oh, sorry. No, no. If if like the revolution is, is the point of revolution is to sort of like you know feed the children, educate the the peasants, type type deal. Even if it like is inherently not communist, um, you can be yeah. nuanced in your support of something support. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm reading um, a I'm reading a book by Malcolm X right now, and he's talking a lot about like we will support this movement as long as it like goes along with what we believe, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we don't like, have like, to endorse everything that they. Yeah, like I, I feel they, that way towards like um, definitely Gaddafi, but also slightly towards uh, 
uh, Saddam Hussein, because um, everyone, you know, views him as, like, the devil within America. Um, but what, what's never talked about is, like, uh, you know, the country had, like, 90, it was either 80 or 90, like, percent electricity throughout all the country. Like, women could go to college. Women had, like, a lot of rights during um, his, his rule of Iraq. Um, and under Saddam Hussein, gas was free for Iraqi citizens. Like, he made it. Yeah, for- there's, like, a lot of stuff like that. And, like, the war just takes it all away. And, yeah. like, if you're going to say, like, do the thing where it's, like, you know, brutal brutal regime. Um, yeah, okay, fine. Um, but we like, have to protect at American least in some democracy way, in Iraq. Yeah. At least in some way, he was providing materially for his people, which, like, none of our guys do. And, you know, same for Gaddafi, same for, uh, same for, um, fuck, uh... Who's the guy in Syria? I forget his name. It's because oh, I'm drunk. Bashar al-Assad. Yeah, yeah. Same for it, it. It's the same. It's the same kind of beat. Because also the him and him and Hussein were both uh, Baathists. Those are like non-Marxist socialists or whatever. It, it's a little complex. I <laughs> don't know. Weird. Too, so I'm not gonna get into that. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Um, but they are like left. So, hmm. in a sense. Interesting. Um, but yeah. I I think that that's a good note to end on. Um, All right. Once again, be sure to check us out on all streaming platforms. We are now on every single one. We also have our YouTube channel at Liberal Fantasy Island. Um, yep, our Instagram, page. same name, full name of our podcast. Go f- give us a follow. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, make sure you're following us on Spotify and you have notifications on for everything. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Oh, wait, I, I, have, I have, oh, I have, have a one single... more thing. I, I want to make the I'll make the announcement here. So either this episode or the next episode will probably be my last. Um, as far as producing the episode, yeah, we have a producer goes. now. Um, yeah, we're gonna bring in uh, our boy Alex. We'll have him do like an actual introduction whenever yeah. he helps us produce the episodes. Um, oh, keep talking. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. So so he, he we'll probably introduce him. Uh, Either next episode or the next, um, but this would probably be my last actually producing it. I thought you um, were about to like retire from the show for some reason. I, I wanted to I do like, a what? bit like that, but I was like, wait, no, I should do that. Yeah. I should have done that fuck with people. But no. Um yeah, so the, the episodes will um you know still right. be similar, but they'll sound a lot better. This is for Alex. This is for our new producer. I don't hear anything. I don't hear anything. Not really. <laughs> it was just like a loud ass applause. <laughs> Yay! I heard like Yay! a little. Welcome to the show, Alex. We appreciate you. Yeah, fuck it, we ball. Um, he might listen to this episode because I, I think he looked around, listened around a bit to to get a vibe for us. Nice. Um. But yeah, that's 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 all I had. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll be back again next week. Maybe, maybe with our new producer editing our episodes and stuff. So that's exciting. Yeah, it's a very exciting time. We're, we're moving up in the world, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we, we officially are on every platform. We have an Instagram, we have a YouTube. We're set. Yeah. By next year, 2024, I think we should try to aim to like have a live show or like host a tour. Yeah. Host a party. Um, we could at least tour through Texas. Tour through Texas, like Austin, Houston, Dallas, San Antonio. Well, I was thinking just starting local, but we could do stuff because well, we know like other people, like something with like a music artist, and we hosted so, something. It, it it could be cool. Um, could open for them. Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty um, dope. 
Yeah, something like that. Times. It's kind of like a party slash thing. They do a lot of that shit in New York. Like that's what that's what like Matthew Donovan be doing. They have like a whole scene of that. And to be honest, I think like we could start our own scene of stuff too here in yeah. Houston. Yeah. Um, There's nothing yeah. like that in Houston. Like I think we could really break into that. Yeah. Because yeah. all the cool podcasts are in LA and New York, or they're just all online because they live in like Spain or some shit. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's all I had. Yeah. Same. All right, we'll see y'all next time. Bye. We are now professional. I'll see y'all in the next episode. Peace. Y'all must have gone and caught a bad case of dementia Cause all of this talk about the best in LA I ain't mentioned I've been over-tested, endurance beyond the fake Signed a 360 industry deal Rookie mistake And I did it rapping about politics Calling out those who counterfeit a brownout And all of my people are feeling powerless Sustainable rap career Can't deny the amount of word I'll say it, don't join the rodeo If you don't like the dirt I stay shitting on power lines like a pigeon But keep it militant And one call turning you hold your car surrounded by immigrants Yo, I've been a threat before the internet was invented I should win a pennant for doing this all independent Middle fingers to the critics, I'm on a little credit I made a lot of you little boys call me Jimmy Cricket Shit me with it and vibe to it, get high to it We getting raw, why y'all shit, it's just raw sewage Body the beat, it's a rap, here I can buy a dude it 1992 riot, music set fire to it Roasted bits openly, body, yo, Don't get it, don't sweat it, my Filipinos know what's up And I run amok when I rap from back when biting wasn't cutting it These fools follow trends like there's a hashtag in front of it Slumming it for a dollar, or borrow that gang slang I've been out, but when you came, they like, eh When I say your name, laying lame down in a manner where rappers ain't even factors I'm after the corporation who owns the slaves and his master I've had I'm getting sick of these rappers, I need an antidote When people see in Tiger, they're running like that was antelope I'm just an animal, this me, I dismantle you Now let me change the language to make you more understandable Yeah, no, they're the man of you They mention love, she's taking it, and I'm a full of dead And he's like, you know, we're regular, drunk and bad Anyone who got an issue with the lineup, you should find a go fuck yourself club and sign up. Hey, those are really tall palm trees. Climb up, kick a ill 16. Feel me, ma? And die, bro. Cause fuck the mama, see, they be stolen like it's grabbing. Running through the bottom guy, like, I need a book to cool your eye. Better call for help, I blame the rapper, he was copying. Tough talk, turn the mumble and then turn on the volume. Open your back, Lala, and Pangala, and Ibarra, and Rena, and Manga Barra, Kina, and Manga Letra, is a music era, pero take a moon, a cubismo, I my bala, sabibiko, para lava, liris, mo ya. I make the tunes, I can never let the fumes stop. I bring the buckets to the freeman like it's boondocks Whoever sees my letters, I'm indifferent to better When I'm antonym to rappers who can fathom tracks, I'm shattering Pare-pare kasi ganito lamang yan kasimple Mga salitang madulas na parang basang kilay-kilay Aking pinapalabas para kang nanood na sine Ako lang ang Tagalog, di na kailangan mamili Ako nga pala si Aristotel ng Maynila Aking dilay parang pumapagaspas ng pandila Nagapagbigay ng ilaw sa dilim parang kandila O ang puso sa dulo ng mga galong na kapila ay Pinoy For what they stole amounts to treason Till all these clowns start stepping down and skipping town It's hunting season Yeah, the air is clear, we're finally breathing And I can't tell you what it means to me When hearing millions of my people chant for peace and freedom So rebelling, overwhelming, wish my father lived to see them Tunisia, Egypt, Libya, Yemen, Oman, Bahrain Sudan, Somalia, Algeria, Iraq, Maghrib, Lebanon Kuwait, Urdun, Saudiya, UAE, Mauritan Djibouti, Qatar, Umar, Suriya, Palestine And we won't stop until this Hurriya, Palestine Said we won't stop until this Hurriya, Palestine And the Philippines